Well now, James, they've changed the regulations concerning the air boxes and the wings, and yet you're still extremely fast. How do you do it? Big balls. And welcome back to the hot lap. We're talking the Japanese Grand Prix. We're talking contracts. We're talking with Alex. Alex. Good evening. What are I saying evening for? You said good evening last time. It is 10.58 on Friday morning. It is 10... Yeah, I do apologise. I do apologise for that. Hello. Good e- Good morning, should I say. Morning. Morning. How are you? I'm very good. Yourself? I uh, can't complain. Can't complain. All happy in the world of Formula One. I suppose there's a lot of drivers that are happy in the world of Formula One at the moment. Yes, I imagine there are a lot of drivers that are happy in the world of Formula One. Um... Like, possibly, Jen- well, you know what, I was going to say Jensen Button for Fernando Alonso, but I don't think they're as happy as they, they would like to be, but there you go, they're still employed, put it that way. Um, Do we see how many times we can say GP2, GP2 in in a podcast? We, I don't, yes, I, th- I think we should. Uh, and mm. what was it, GP2, GP2, uh, the yeah, that, that was the one, yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> mm. Yes, yes, well, uh, his, I think at the time he mentioned that, Ferrari was second in the race. But there you go. But then let's right. okay. Yeah, but let's get into the Japanese Grand Prix. So, Lewis Hamilton won. Uh you know, well, there was all these news reports that came out that Mercedes weren't shown on TV and it was a conspiracy theory. But then again, I, I kind of remember the days when Red Bull was dominating and kind of like Michael Schumacher as well. They didn't really show the leader much if not much was happening, you know? Yeah. They've, they've, there was, I can't, who's, who's raised the complaint that Mercedes weren't shown enough on television? Mercedes. I think Nicky Lauda mentioned it. Nicky Lauda mentioned it. But... It's it's kind of always been like that, though, isn't it? Don't yeah, you think? Because it, it in, in the day, no one wants to see a driver out front. No, unless and, and doing nothing but yeah. literally just driving. Everyone wants to see cars, like for example, Verstappen overtaking people. Um, it's always been the case, and then they always cut toward. Then they cut back to the leader every every so often to say, "Look, here he is. He's still alive." Yeah. He's still going. <laughs> and then generally they then probably cut to about the last lap where Lewis is coming around like the last six or seven corners um, and then he takes the flag or whoever it might be. That's generally how it is. No, I couldn't give a monkey's if he's... And it's a bit like in Monza. When he stretched out a 25-second lead, they'll only focus on him if they suddenly realise he's got a problem and then they might start focusing. Otherwise, they just let him get on with it. And then we just concentrate on what else is going on in the race. Yeah, and that's exactly what I did at Monza because they didn't really focus on him too much until that call came in to speed things up. Yeah, and then suddenly they focused on him. So you no, know, you're absolutely right. Um, if Hamilton and Rosberg were about half a, half a second apart and were like challenging each other all the time, then the focus probably would have been on them for most of the race. But it wasn't. Um, yeah, you're exactly. Right. Yeah, big conspiracy theories. I don't quite understand. And I think it was nice in a way. Not that I always agree with Bernie, but he said they try to feature the midfield team sometimes, so their sponsors get their, gets their money's, money's worth. And the only action, really, 
what's happening ultimately with the midfield teams, like, apart from obviously I think Rosberg passing Bottas. Yeah, I, I appreciate that, it, you know, for Mercedes, they want their cars to be shown on television because it helps the sponsors. But as I said, it's always been the case. It's always been that if you're fast and you're out front and you've got no issues, they're very unlikely they're going to want to follow you on the television. No, I completely agree. Um, so what did you think of, the, of that first corner? Hamilton Rosberg versus Rosberg. Rosberg obviously got pole. Hamilton would argue he got denied pole thanks to... Um, Thanks to the yellow flag, a uh, red flag. Thanks to Kvyat, um, mm. and there we go. I mean, I mean, what did you think? Some people thought the first corner was a bit harsh. I thought Hamilton, fair enough, entitled to it. He had the inside line. You know, he pushed Nico Rosberg out. Was it a bit rude? It's nothing. I haven't seen Michael Schumacher not do. Yeah, it was just basically like you know, I've got the corner. Thank you very much. I mean, what did, what did you think? There are drivers, aren't there, that will quite happily give you a bit of space, and there are drivers who will not give you space, and Lewis is one who doesn't give you space, does he? He wants you to be inconvenienced. In this this situation, it was, I'm going to slightly inconvenience you, so you have to end up slowing down, uh, and I can get a good couple of seconds lead or something into the next corner by sort of inconveniencing you. As I said, there are drivers who will give that enough room that you almost both go side to side, but um, Lewis has never really been one of them. So, um, yeah, that's how I that's how I viewed it. That each to their own, but Lewis is very much one of those. I'm not really going to give you any room. No, uh, did you feel he's breaking any rules, or, or that was wrong for him to do, or, or do you think it was not really? It happens all the time, don't you think? Yeah, because th- yeah, because it was a case of. Had he given Rosberg space, Rosberg probably would have had a chance of coming back. And if Ros- all Rosberg had to do was back out of it a tiny bit, and he probably wouldn't have lost those two two spaces because um, he, he ended up going down to fourth or fifth, didn't he, behind uh, Vettel and Bottas? Yeah, exactly. Um, but then again, but after that, kind of a bit like um, Sebastian Vettel at Singapore and Lewis Hamilton for most of the season, he, he kind of did what you expected of him. He just drove away. And that was really the last we saw of him, ultimately. Yeah. 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 Um, He was sort of relatively untouched. We didn't really... And to go back to that hole, we didn't really need to see him again on television. No, I mean, we saw Rosberg more, but only because Rosberg, um, he finished second, had to get past Rafty Bottas. A good move. I did did like uh, the uh, radio call. Rosberg, you know, pushed Bottas, so he destroys his tyres, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. Yeah, but then I always wonder why people make that comment because as a driver, you're going to know that you need to do things like that. I know it's like them telling someone to push, push, and someone's yeah. behind them. It's like, what yeah. do you think I'm doing? Exactly. Yeah. Um, in terms of obviously Hamilton Rosberg, who who do you think is the better driver, in your opinion? What between Lewis and Nico? Wait, which team? Oh, in Mercedes, Lewis and Nico. Who do you feel is the better driver? Well, you have to go by... Well, you've just got to say Lewis, haven't you, really, unfortunately? Yeah, but why do you think that? Did you want me to say that? Uh, that No, yeah, because I I know now you are are probably in need of an ibuprofen. But, Mm. I mean, um, but why do you think he's the better driver over, over Rosberg? Because, well, it's just all about stats. It isn't, yeah, I mean... It is. 
I mean, I, I've I've always felt that it's really the aggression, and Lewis Hamilton will go for it. Sometimes it will end, it will end, it will, it will end up embarrassing inside in a car off the track where Nico doesn't, and that kind of like first corner really showed the difference. I felt. Yeah, I think probably Lewis is more aggressive. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes, like you say, it works. And other times, certainly getting through back markers, it can cause him a bit of an issue. Um, but I, I just think that general, overall, he's just a slightly quicker driver. Yeah. Um, so, so really, I mean, it's difficult to see how Nico can come back without having some kind of help uh, mm. to win the championship. Yeah. He will. He. You know. Let's be honest. They will. They will. They will. Will be tracks which will suit suit Nico more than Lewis, um, and that's why you'll get the odds race where Nico is a lot quicker, um, and that's just purely down to the track. But overall, you have to say that Lewis is slightly quicker, haven't you? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and talking about quick, the quickest man in a red car uh, who nearly finished second was Sebastian Vettel. Um, he was two seconds away from finishing second. He he. Let's be honest. Apart apart from Lewis, he had the pace of them. He had the pace of Nico all the way round the track. It was just unfortunate that Ferrari, um, you could argue, reacted a bit too late to Nico Rosberg's pit stop. Nico pitted one lap earlier uh, to pass Vettel, and he, I kind of felt that. That was the only way Rosberg was going to pass Vettel. He passed Bottas nicely, but Rosberg isn't really the best passer in the world. And it's I, I kind of felt sorry for Vettel, because even on the radio, he said, we, I did everything I could have done, you know? Yeah. Well, at least it was to Rosberg and another Mercedes. If it was to anyone else, I think you'd be pretty more annoyed, wouldn't you, that um, you've, you know, if a Williams got ahead of you or something like that, you'd be a lot more annoyed. No, I know. I know, I know. Yeah, you, you you probably would as a Ferrari fan. I mean, I mean, Raikkonen finishing fourth, I think it was the best really Ferrari could have realistically hoped for with Mercedes now being back on form. Um, yeah. I mean, Raikkonen did a good job and used the pit stops again uh, to his advantage to get past Bottas. Having said that, I can, you could also argue that Williams didn't utilise the pit stops that uh, weren't aggressive enough once again, which is arguably why they may have finished fourth. Uh, fifth, oh. Fifth. So... Mm. Yeah, they they've best of the rest really again, aren't they? I didn't expect Red Bull to um, be challenging Ferrari around this circuit, um, unlike you know Singapore. Um, and so for me, uh, it was probably always going to be a Williams next up. But yeah, they were never even qualifying. You you were never going to put them down as the team to uh, to challenge Ferrari or anything like that, really, were you? I think they've peaked. I don't think we're going to see anything better. I think we've now got, in my opinion, a firm order of Mercedes at the top, Ferrari second, Williams third, Red Bull fourth. I think that. Yeah, OK, we have a slight variation depending on track, but I still, I would not be putting Williams ahead of or on equal terms with Ferrari now. Yeah, I think I think you're probably right, and it's a shame, really, because we we'd like that. I mean, because because at the right track or when it's wet, I think Red Bull are suddenly very up, right up there as well. Um, yeah. When we get a twisty track, I mean, maybe yeah, but I can't, I can't really think of too many tracks from the top of my head that we've got incoming that Red Bull are going to be really good at. Uh, Russia. Possibly, I can't. I can't really remember what that goes like, though. Isn't that really quite tight and? Is it not? I don't I know. I think it is. I think it's not as tight as Singapore, though. We're hungry, but yeah. Mm. I think ultimately you might be right. That might be their best shot, anyway. Yeah, I'd probably say that. 
I'm just trying to think of uh, Brazil. Oh yeah, but yeah, but I've always thought Brazil's quite a. You need a nimble, but you you still need quite a fast car. You've got you, you've got a considerable back straight, and then you need a really good engine because you've basically got to climb that hill all the way, you know, over the start finish straight. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, Brazil, Brazil was always a chance. I love Brazil so much. I mean, I know we do because it, I, I find it really, it flows really well. You can yeah. really get into a rhythm. The only the only thing that stops my rhythm is occasionally that first corner and where to break. Because I, I normally get that wrong. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, Anika, the Hulk, starting 13th, finishing 6th. Very good. Not bad for Force India. Didn't expect them to do much that weekend. No. Um, and neither the Lotus team, who, uh, you know, as we um, as we spoke about, were not allowed uh, in their, not motorhome. Well, yeah, essentially, they're, you know, their catering. Their catering truck, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 7th and 8th, though, not too bad. Scoring points, very good. Uh, both of them as well. Yes, yes, including uh, Pasta actually finished, which was a miracle. A lot of people, um, yeah, saying about Pasta uh, finishing that one. That seemed to be a bit of a talking point. Which is quite bad, really, isn't it, when it's a talking point that your driver finished the race. Yeah. Let alone their points. Um, yeah. Max Verstappen, another really good performance, starting 17th, finishing 9th. That's how you do it. Bit of a shame, really. I don't, really, I don't quite know what happened in qualifying, though, whether he decided to park his car... You know, you know, meters away from the uh, exit of the hairpin, or whether he had no choice. If he decided to park it there, uh, dick. As far as I'm concerned, if he didn't, I apologise. And Kesara, Sara. Hmm. Hmm. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I didn't think I ever find out. I found out, but he did get a penalty, which makes you think he may have had the option. You know, otherwise he wouldn't have got that free place grid penalty. Yeah. Um, Carlos signs in 10th good good result for Toro so now McLaren 11th arguably I think their 4th potentially their 4th best result of the year who from McLaren yeah oh in 11th yeah hmm interesting yeah um I don't know you're, you're the McLaren man talk to me I know I know I know. I feel a bit like a Tottenham fan to be honest do you so uh, I mean, you know, you know, a team that was so good at one, at one, at one point, and and is there a light at the end of the t- uh, end of the tunnel? What do you reckon? But by finishing eleventh? No, there isn't really, is there? I mean, finishing eleventh out of the points. Um, I mean, I share in Fernando's frustration, GP two engine, GP two engine, and I mean, I mean, we might as well talk about it now. Do you think Fernando, knowing that it was Suzuka, knowing that the Honda bosses were watching, was like, yeah, I'm going to do it? Or he was just going to do it anyway. It's not the first time he's said something like that, though, isn't it? Didn't he say something similar a couple of months ago where he started shouting down the radio? He did, he did, but it was nothing like this. It was, no, it was nothing as obvious as this. You know what I mean? Like, the, I mean, he basically said GP2 engine, GP2 engine. Um, and I don't think he said anything as that bad about his engine up until now. Well, Ron Dennis supports him, didn't he? Well, he kind of said what he did was wrong, but he, I kind of understand why he did it. Basically, didn't he? I think it's in the Sky interviews. Um, yeah. 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 Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, McLaren, it's shocking, shocking. It's another shocking performance, really. Um, uh, embarrassing at the home of Honda. They didn't, a shame they didn't even get a point, but there you go. Finishing yeah. a lap down. I mean, Sergio Perez in 12th in the Force India. 
Danny, Danny, Danny Kvyat in, in the Red Bull, having um, Marcus Ericsson fourteenth in the Sauber, Ricardo fifteenth. Not, not, not a to be honest, really disappointing for Red Bull because two definite point scorers that didn't score points but due to various problems in the end. Mm. Um, yeah, Jim, yeah. And the other McLaren 16th, he, I think because he got stuck behind Ericsson at one point, uh, that kind of like scuppered his race. Um, and Massa started a lap down anyway, pretty much, after the start. Um, Rossi beating Will Stevens, because uh, Stevens uh, fell into problems. And, and the only, I think, official retirement uh, retiree was uh, Felipe Nazar in the other Sauber. So, quite, let's be honest, Alex, a really uneventful race, where not much really <laughs> Not much really happened. I mean, the last time it, t- it took about th- over 30 minutes to discuss the Singapore Grand Prix, which wasn't a great race either. But this was arguably, I felt, even more lacklustre. And there, there was a lot more happening off the track. Yeah, I expected I expected Japan to come, to come up with a fairly decent race, as it generally always kind of has done. Yeah, um, yeah I'd probably say two in every three races are worth watching. Yeah, uh, I thought that maybe we might have had this whole Mercedes tyre issue thing not sorted out, but that's all gone back to normal again, really, hasn't it? It hasn't, but, but even after what Jensen Button was saying after qualifying, because they've had so little running, and because some of the teams were a bit worried about the PSI that they had to use, the tyres would really start to wear out and would have a crazy race where people were coming in potentially doing, you know, maybe it's more than three three stops was, was the feeling that some people had. And had that happened, it would have been a fantastic race, I think, for us. But no, it didn't. No. Um, there was, yeah, there was, there was no incidents as such, was there? There was, there was the first corner thing with Massa um, and Ricardo. That's it, really. There was, there was nothing really overly to talk about. No, I know. I know. Very sad. Yeah. So, uh, so, so who was your driver of the day? Uh, mm, it's probably going to have to be... It's probably going to have to be Lewis. I know, I, I know. It's, 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 it's hard to find any... Uh, I, mean, I mean, Verstappen did very good coming up from 17th. I think Hulkenberg did good. I definitely get honourable mentions. But then again, you could argue that other than the first corner, Lewis did kind of what his Mercedes would let him do, you know? Yeah. The, the, those, I mean, they, you know, you could potentially give it to a lot of people. You could say, well, well done, Raikkonen, for actually being consistent and finishing. Well done for Hulk to take the Force India up there. Well done for Maldonado for finishing the race. But, you know, they weren't spectacular drives. They did what they just needed to do. And Lewis drive wasn't spectacular but he did what he needed to do um so that's what i'm thinking really okay well i agree yeah lewis hamilton i mean he kind of like the race was won and lost and really at the first corner where he stuck his mercedes he did the better job you know and uh it wasn't the given he didn't beat nikos off the line really easily he still had to fight for it and then he just drove away uh yeah there you go then that is our that's the japanese grand prix News, 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 news. Plenty of news, really, isn't it? It's it's all it's all of a sudden it's picking up a bit. It, it, it is, isn't it? That is very true. Um, so what's what's the first thing we'll talk about then? Uh, right. Um, we can skim over some of this stuff. So, uh, Manor have confirmed now that we're the Mercedes engine. 
Yes, they have, they have, which is good. Quickly on that one, do you reckon if you're McLaren, I'd be worried, and or yeah. employed by McLaren, yeah, you've got Manor now with Mercedes engines, yeah. you've got Haas with Ferrari engines, mm-hmm. and you're still stuck with your Honda engine. Is there a potential for you to now be at the back? I think I think there is. I think they would have to, in a realistic scenario, they'd have to screw up the chassis as well for next year. The problem is, Alex, that is not an impossible. Even though it's unlikely, I do, with, with because McLaren have done it before, you 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 cannot rule that out completely. Yeah, and and if Honda don't improve and and Manor uses that Mercedes engine. They they have they have to be a tiny bit concerned, um, and I think we'll, we'll know we'll know in testing. I I doubt it's going to happen, but uh, it's still a, it's going to be still at the back of everybody's mind now. I mean that manner they've basically not had they design they uh, scrapped the design for this year's car obviously 2015, and they've put all their efforts in the 2016 car. So the chassis is going to be a lot better with a much better engine. Yeah, I, th- I think yeah. McLaren will be having, will be looking over their shoulder potentially up until testing, and then maybe you know we think, oh, they're fine. But mm. the fact obviously, that- Manor don't have the resources, and you would say you'd be you'd you'd find it very difficult to believe that Manor would be ahead of McLaren come the first race of the season next year. But if the way things are going and that Honda engine is poor, then it, to some extent, it doesn't really matter what chassis you've got. Um, if you're really slow, you're right. You're right. You're right. And for for example, um, with a, with a half decent chassis at Monza, McLaren probably would have finished behind Manor. <coughs> mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think if if that did happen at the first or second race, you know, we got those long straights at Malaysia. Remember, I think heads will roll at McLaren and Honda. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um. So they've slightly tweaked the mm-hmm. calendar again. Yeah, they have um, the ca- the twenty sixteen calendar, um, which which was initially going to start in, I believe, um, April. April the third. But that's now the second race. Yes, uh, it goes back to twentieth of March again, so they can have a summer break. Oh, how nice! Between July and August, between Hockenheim and Spa. That's it. Yep, and I think Silverstone's after. Uh, nearly a week later as well than it was uh, 10th of July yes, yeah I'm looking at it now actually um, Australia, Bahrain Bahrain, Bahrain, Bahrain China, and, but then we've got Sochi on May the 1st which has changed which has yes. been put in there. Spain, Monaco kind of like about where you'd normally put them with Canada mm. I, I've, I've always wondered why they don't have Canada and the USA together like they used to, do you remember, a week apart yeah uh, and, uh... But and Mexico, also all in the same region. Yeah, they could, they could, they could, couldn't they? But uh, I, I don't know why. Baku on the nineteenth. That's got a star next to it, an asterisk. So that uh, race start to be scheduled. Is it because it's on the same? Is it because it's on the same weekend as Le Mans? Yeah, race start to be scheduled to avoid conflict with the conclusion of the twenty-four hours of Le Mans. There you go. I think they were looking as well that that race will start at a different time uh, as well to avoid the conflict with the start of the Le Mans. How about you don't have it the same weekend then? Uh, what is it on the nineteenth? Yes. Um, you could mm, struggle to do a back to back with that in Austria. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's the problem. Well, yeah, but then again, they could always not have had it there. And put, well, yeah. 
I know it's a bit peculiar for a European. It's bear in mind it's the European Grand Prix in that in uh, in the Middle East. Yeah, well, there we go. Um, Austria, Britain, kind of wait for Hungary, Germany, Belgium, Italy, Singapore, Malaysia. But then we've got Malaysia that's missing out at the beginning. I, I mentioned that Malaysia, McLaren doing badly there, but it's Bahrain, so Malaysia, Japan, uh, USA, Mexico, Brazil, Abu Dhabi. So not too dissimilar to what we've got now with an added race and a few changes up. Nothing too exciting, but there no. you go. No. Um, new sponsor at McLaren? Chandor, which you are absolutely right. After doing research, my, um, you're absolutely right, Alex. It is a Brazilian wine company. Yes. And it doesn't, it didn't, I, I didn't, I couldn't see it. It does appear to be their title sponsor, especially when you look at the way it, the way it was placed on their, um, on their overalls, which is quite bizarre. But Across the front as their main sponsor, and it's running down the sort of the cockpit side of the car as well. Um, but I can't see them being called Chandor, McLaren, Honda, like Vodafone, no. McLaren. So, 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 but then, but no doubt, it is their biggest sponsor they've got so far. Yes, and some sponsor that we've never ever seen in Formula One. No, of course, no, no. See, I still secretly thought that I've always said that Sony was going to sponsor McLaren, but there you go. Yeah, um, I don't know what the link is between McLaren. I don't think there is a link. It's not. It's not a British uh, sponsor. It's not anything to do with cars. Or Japanese. Or, Jap- or Japanese. Uh, yeah. It's a bit of a random one. Um, yeah. Um, we'll come back to that one in a minute. Um, Has confirmed uh, Grosjean. Like we expected. Like we expected as their new driver. Uh, although Grosjean, I think, came out and said something similar to had Lot- had Renault bought out Lotus earlier, things would have been a bit different. Oh. As in saying, well, I may have stuck with them. Um, Why would you say that? Mm, yeah, I do. that is a bit... Not when you've just signed for a new team, because it's like saying, well, I didn't really want to leave, but I felt I had no choice. What an idiot. Yeah. Um, so... I think we're still gonna. We're both still in agreement that uh, Geraldine Palmer is gonna probably go with them. I mean, other. I think we're the only ones that are saying that are saying it. Uh, other people are saying other things, but I think yeah. I think you do. I think he deserves a go. I think you give him a go, and if he ends up, I don't think he'll be bad. But if he ends up being crap, for example, say halfway through the season, we've seen F one. We've seen drivers being replaced. But yeah. I think you owe it to yourself. You know how good this guy is. He is going to be better than Pasta. I've no doubt overall um give him a go mm. and you know dad's got a lot of money he owns brands hatch motorsport vision company so i know yeah and, and he and obviously um he, he's the, the former he's the 2014 gp2 champion now on that i don't think do you, i i've never thought the gp2 champion gets enough support the following year he's no. not allowed to go back in gp2 mm-hmm it is Bernie Eccleston's creation, isn't it? This GP two thing. Um, uh, well, with with a massive help from him, wouldn't it be nice if, just for example, if you won the GP two championship, you 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 uh, next year you'd have, for example, um, an extra five million worth of sponsorship to a team to help you to help yourself get an F one potentially for the first mm-hmm. year. Or mm-hmm. something. Yeah, he'll be there, no doubt. I really hope so. Um. Because they need the money, and I think he's got the money. 
There you go. I mean, yeah, well, they, they do because they, they re-signed Pasta. But now they've got Renault behind them. So they, let's hope that 2016 is going to be Pasta's last if he's going to carry on like he is now. Mm. Um, Jensen, oh, McLaren, Jensen Button finally confirmed at McLaren. Yeah. I was right, Alex. You were. You were. Do you want to dis- discuss your one of your favourite drivers with your favourite team? Yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, basically, he's uh, confirmed for 2016. There were talks between him and Ron Dennis. He had a second-year option on his contract, which I think doubled, so it was worth 12 million a year. And I think that potentially was the sticking point um, with obviously himself and McLaren. But I've said it on this podcast a lot, uh, and it's one of the few things in terms of McLaren that myself and Alex agreed on that it would be silly for them to get rid of him. Because, uh, you know, they are the two best drivers that, that McLaren can employ. And now there's even talk of 2017. However, on a slightly negative note, and I think Alex will agree with me again, unless you say so, Alex. Um, what a massive PR messer. What a massive PR blunder. What, they made their team look like completely amateurs, didn't they? We've discussed this over and over again, haven't we? Yeah, but it's frustrating. And now you know what it was all about. Ridiculous, really, isn't it? Um. Given what that they've just signed button and there's this whole, it's, yeah, I don't really know what to say about it because I just can't believe that he, there's just so much uh, I don't know uncertainty around just re-signing one of their drivers. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't get it. Bizarre. Apparently, it was all to do with money that they've tried to half how much Jensen was getting a year, and Jensen wasn't having it. Um, but then. I think Jensen's put out a tweet on his um, uh, Twitter account which used the word uh, dedication uh, as a hashtag, um, which he thought would think, well, dedication? What? You mean money? It should be hashtag money, shouldn't it? (laughs) Yeah, possibly, possibly. Having said that, um, playing dedication, it could be, because he knows what he's in for next year. I can't see. I, I, I think that if he was offered... I don't know about the Renault thing, because um, he was linked to then driving at Renault, according to the British press. Um, no, I, I just I I think that there was a lot of money. There was a lot, yeah, money. If it involved wasn't for money, he in this, have... mm. um, and because now uh, looking at his press releases, all he talks about is, well, I've I've heard good things about 2017 and cars being four to five seconds slower. Why do you say that after you've signed? I, yeah, why did you not? Why do you? Why do you sit there a couple of weeks beforehand, going, "I don't like Formula One anymore." He said it's not fun, didn't he? It's not fun. I don't get enjoyment from it. I don't like not winning. Um, yeah, and he mentioned did, it's not fun at being in the back. Sorry, but yeah, sorry, Karen, yeah. Alex. So why is he not? Why did he not just be sort of honest and say, "I want to be here." Um, I want to be with McLaren. Um, I have every intention to re-sign with them. Um, I want to be here for when the new 2017 cars come out. But he didn't say any of that. He was just very much very negative. And then as soon as he re-signs, all of a sudden it's all very positive. And Honda are going in the right direction. And Are they? How, apparently, <laughs> according to him. And um, do you know what I mean? It's a real yep. spin on things. It, it just doesn't make... That's why kind of annoys me with just how 
it's all gone about with or whether it's McLaren or whether it's Jensen and his PR company uh, management that deal with it. It's just it's never straightforward. Do you know what I mean? It's like Kimi Raikkonen, yeah. So what happened with Kimi? There was a lot of speculation that Kimi was not going to sign for Ferrari for next season, wasn't it? Yeah, he, either he wasn't going to sign or Ferrari were going to get someone else. That seems yeah. to be the rumour, yeah. And and what did we hear from Kimi? We heard nothing. No, no. Didn't, no. Kimi didn't talk about it. And then the next thing we knew, we had a press release from Ferrari which simply said, we have signed Kimi Raikkonen for 2016 uh, and, and extended his contract. End of. That's it. Yeah, but, but, but you... Uh, uh, I don't think I think it's unfair though for for us to put the complete blame on Button. Um, McLaren surely, as I think as you said, they either know whether they want Button or not, and that should have been. I mean, the option on Button's contract I think ran out on the thirtieth of September, which is obviously around about when they announced it. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, surely McLaren could have stopped all that by signing him, you know, at the Singapore Grand Prix weekend, for example, or just before before he made all those silly comments. Yeah. But maybe maybe Button made those comments as you know, like a sign I signed to McLaren. I don't know, but yeah, ultimately, with what we know now, in hindsight, he was really he was. I don't. It does not make any sense why he made those comments, and it was a bit silly. And he kind of embarrassed himself now and his team. I think to a certain degree. Yeah, the only thing Virgin Media have actually done right in the world was run their run that Formula One team briefly with Braun. Yes, they did. Didn't they? How Braun become? Become Mercedes. Yes. But then again, Ferrari would be winning the championship and not Mercedes had it not been for Virgin Media. Oh, yeah, good point. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, so from, from obviously Jensen Button, Alonso's been reconfirmed. That's how bad McLaren are. They had to reconfirm Alonso, even though he's got a three year contract. Um, yeah. Which was not, which is not, Haas has been, Haas has obviously been confirmed. We've got Manor with Mercedes. Um, the, we've got the new F1, we've got the new F1 grid. Silverstone um, appears to be in trouble again. That's saying they need more money to potentially to host the Grand Prix for, you know, get going on. And this is a case of, uh, for me, I, I'm biased, but I'm always going to blame Bernie Eccleston and his ridiculous price hikes. I mean, you, you look at the classic races, which still get a lot of crowd. Normally the German Grand Prix, bear in mind it's been a bit down for some reason of these years. You've got Belgium, you've got Italy, um, Australia. Um, you, you know, I, I think we we can say gets a very good crowd. Obviously, uh, England, uh, Hungary does, but these, these are all classic races. These these Bakan and China um, and and other places don't really get an audience, but um, they give Bernie Abu Dhabi, for example, but they give Bernie Eccleston Bernie Eccleston a lot of money. Um, yeah. So, for example, if for example next year something I I don't want to happen, but Alex, but if. Monza and Silverstone went, and they were off the 2016 calendar. Would that be a massive wake-up call for Formula One? Do you think? For, I mean, the manufacturers must think two of our big, biggest audiences now don't have a home Grand Prix. There's every likelihood that they they may you know they may well start to switch off. Yeah, I mean, I think we we all know that the turnouts for the China. I think. Why did I think that the Chinese Grand Prix had a turnout of hundreds, if rather than thousands of people? Um, I thought I read somewhere that the, the the actual attendance to the track was in its hundreds. That is not good at all, is it? That is disgusting. Um, it's not like a football match, is it? Where people go to watch for the atmosphere. That sort of that you well, don't. Not, get, well, not in China, anyway. Not in China, no, clearly. No. You only get that 
in like the Monza, and you only get that, you know, Hockenheim, for example, you know, with the stadium section, you know, you get those kind of things. Um, so really, Formula One has to have um, European tracks because that's where the majority of the audience is. But then Bernie might say, well, I get all my money from television rights and I don't really care if people don't turn up to the races. Well, and that's why, that's seemingly build it and they will come. It's kind of his, his, his business ethos. Um, um, you know, when he builds bit, when he helps, you know, other people build tracks in other parts of the country. Yeah, he's right to a certain extent. However, when those countries decide to turn over, and, and F1 viewing figures, I think, are down worldwide at the right moment. When they decide to turn over and he has a sport that no one watches, uh, well, there you go. I mean, that's ultimately what could happen. Yeah. Yeah. We won't see those go. Haven't, haven't Silverstone re-signed or something? Or 20... we, or, no, no, Silverstone have had their fee lowered. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think, but still, I, I still think the amount he charges, the amount the teams get, and interestingly, another new story we forgot is uh, is the smaller teams are taking uh, going to the European courts, aren't they, for the um, unfair money that they don't get that other big teams get. Dalber and Force India. And I don't know about where you said. I think fair play to him, really. Well, fair play, good luck. Um, yes, but then again, they they've kind of, to do something that big. They've kind of got to have a, 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 a they've been, they've got to believe they've got a fair chance of winning. Otherwise, they wouldn't have done it. Mm. Yeah, um, that's true. Um... But I do think the teams and the circuits should see more of that TV revenue money, uh, and there should be a much fairer distribution. I I completely agree. Fair enough. If you want to give Ferrari extra money, I mean, I mean okay, do it. You, you know, if that's in the rules, because they've been there all, all these years. And, and But I do think, ultimately, there should be a fairer distribution of the money to all parties that are involved in F1. Yeah, I don't know how it works with regards to football. And, you know, if it's the same sort of policy in place with football teams as it is with Formula One. No, I, I don't know either. But I, I, you don't. I don't know. You follow football more than I do. You don't hear too many football teams moaning about the revenue money all the time, do you? No, but then a lot of that I think works off their own back, doesn't it? Because the harder they work, with regards to so as I, I repeated, uh, I repeat, uh, teams have the other options of going into the League Cup, FA Cup, those kind of things oh, to I get see. additional more money. Um, for television, you know, and obviously the better they do, the more money they get. Yeah. Formula One is simply one race every two weeks. And, the, and yeah, okay, the higher they finish up, the better. But that's it. There's there's no other way they can get any form of TV money. They can't race on additional races to be shown on television or anything like that, can they? So they're pretty much stuck with, I don't know how, it obviously works on the whole, the higher up the championship, the more money you get. But even then it doesn't work like that, does it? Because don't Ferrari still get... They get a, a special... Big, a big, uh, no matter what they yeah. do. They do get, because of their historic status, they've been in Formula 1 since day dot. I mean, you could, I think, you could make an argument for some of the other teams, like Renault maybe, who've been in it a lot, given a lot to it. Um, even Mercedes, I think, you know, right at the beginning. Um, but yeah, Ferrari do get... I do get a bit amount, uh, amount, but I, I can't help but feel that a lot of the money goes in people's pockets rather than to the sport. Uh, yeah, I think there's a lot of money floating around, certainly, and uh, yeah, you're right. Um, Bernie is clearly not, sh- or FOM is clearly not short of money at all. 
No, no, exactly. I mean, I mean, and just a quick note. I mean, I went to Silverstone for the uh, touring car. One of the best days of motorsport I've ever seen. And and, and I mean, you just look. At, they have uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. They had eleven races that day. Did they? What's that then? That's three touring car. Three touring car. Uh, two MSA uh, Formula Championship races. That was ridiculous. The second one, I was sitting again mm. at Luffield in the grand, uh, well, in the grandstands for some of it because twenty-five pounds does give you a grandstand seat. A road, ah, road it one. does. Yeah, I thought, yeah. There's no, um, yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, put it this way: there was a crash of the first on the first lap. Three, four cars went out. Double wave yellows. They come out on the second lap. Two more cars went out at the same corner with marshes on the track. Ridiculous. Under the safety car on the third lap around, two more managed to crash at that same corner. Crazy. Mm. Um, um, I imagine they went to the Pasta, the Pasta School of Driving. Uh, but yeah, they, you got the Porsche Carrera Cup, two races of them. You got the the Genetta Juniors, which is crazy. They're all fifteen year olds. Um, they're one and one and hit each other. And you yeah. got the uh, Senior Genetta one as well. And then you got two Renault Clio Cups, which is always quite fun. I would say for twenty five pounds, you can't go wrong. Um, absolutely, and I'm definitely going. I'm definitely going again next year. It was fantastic. I I probably enjoyed the on track action more than I did with the Formula One, even though I loved the F1 this year at Silverstone. Uh, yeah. But 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 yeah, but for twenty five pounds, you can actually afford to be in the family. In Formula One, it's a hundred and what. I mean, 120, I think it was, this uh, for next year, uh, if you pre-ordered early, um, uh, for all three days, which is not pre- what, not bad going, but it's a lot of money when you think about it still, isn't it? But there you go. For not being able to sit anywhere. Yeah, you've got to bring your own seat, yeah, uh, Does, exactly. And, and remind me, because it has been a few years since I went to uh, a race, it's one, one Formula One race, one Porsche Super Cup race. Yep, uh, one GP2, one GP3. Okay. And it ends at about three o'clock, doesn't it? Yeah. With the party after the F1. This one, the last race was at 5.17. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, there's a full full day. It's non-stop, isn't it? Yeah, and, and they seem to be very, very well organised. I mean, the, and I'm not being funny, and I'm not saying it at a slight F1, the touring cars sound nicer than the F1 cars. Ooh, wow. Interesting. Well, they do. I mean, on... If you were there, you, I'm very sure both of us being kind of like petrol heads when it comes to our racing, you'd probably agree. You know, you know they they sound really nice, especially you know when they especially when they when they drop it down and do like practice starts almost coming up coming up to the grid. You know. Yeah. Ah. Interesting. So, well, there you go. Well, well, I never. Um, no, it's, I've I've always liked touring car, so. Um, I, yeah, I should always get back to it, but I don't. It's my own fault. It is my own fault. Um, I try and catch the ITV highlights, which is about an hour long. Yeah, on my iPad or whatever. But yeah, I, th- I think because with work and we, we play Project Cars, we got the podcast, and obviously everything going on, you know, in your normal lives, it's quite difficult to sit sit down and manage to watch it. But maybe Alex for for next year. We, we we try a bit harder, and we have like maybe a ten minute segment where we talk about the touring car of the weekend. That's or something. Well, we, we there's a potential for that. You're right. So, but but there we go. I, th- I think that's pretty much all the news, though. Uh, yeah, there's nothing uh, else, is there? I don't think. No, no. So. On to on to our games. On to our games. Uh, yes. Oh, uh, I got a, a lovely message from you yesterday. Um, F1 2015 have released a patch. 
I have another one. Another patch. Uh, version 1. 1.5. 1.05. 1.05. Yeah, I think when it goes like version 2, it means it's a big patch. When it's like 0. 0.05, it means it's a tiny patch. Oh, we point... Okay. Um, and my understanding is um, it's a patch which... I think it's something to do with a PlayStation update. I think if you've done a PlayStation update recently, yes. where they've now added some sort of events calendar to your front of your PS4. I don't know. If it's the, yeah, I remember reading the events calendar. Yeah. Yeah. So I think what's happened with F1 2015 is you can now, they create an event uh, prior to the Grand Prix and the event so for example uh, next weekend is the russian grand prix so you'll get an event whereby you can race or i don't know if it's you can race or whether you can practice at that circuit and you'll be on a leaderboard with all loads of other people who are also race um driving that circuit and see you as the fastest lap oh, oh that's that is really cool. that's a really good idea the only issue with that is they need to sort out their penalty system. Because I don't know how, for example, I've said to you before, how I can do like a, a time at Silverstone and I think, oh my God, there's, I probably could struggle to get a second or two seconds faster. Like, you know, like your project cars. Yeah. You will do a time and maybe we're like eight, nine tenths of the fastest time and we think, I don't know how I'm going to do that. In Formula One, I've done a time, same feeling, don't know how I'm going to really better that too much in the best car and then someone's gone 12 seconds quicker and no way that could that happen you know in, yeah. in a fair world and then, uh, yeah and I and until they sort that out that almost becomes pointless a really good idea though I'm not going to take that away from them yeah yeah so that's I think pretty much it the, there was a rumor although I haven't turned the game on to see it but they also have added the ability that what you have is um, they'll put you in a certain car, uh, say, I don't know, you're 12th with three laps left of the Japanese Grand Prix and you've got to get onto the podium. Oh, like a, like a scenario mode? Yeah, um, but I can't confirm if that is the case. Even if it is, I don't want to... I, I don't I say I'm always negative, so bollocks. Um, is, it too little, is it too little too late? Yes. Okay. Because I read the post, that, another link you sent me, they're not going to have a career mode. They're not putting a safety code. That's too much work. They're focusing on 2016. But most poignantly, is they're not going to give you any car updates, uh, visually anyway, at the very least. Cause they got I think the they're done. Clicks. I yeah. think they're done with it. I think all they're doing now is simply just fixing patches, making sure the game runs smoother, um, those kind of things. That's as far as it will go. I mean, yeah. So I can satisfyingly say that my my full review then is this is the worst F1 game since F1 1998 on the PlayStation. You you heard it here first. There you go. Um, yeah, I, I haven't played. I haven't played on it for a good couple of weeks now. Yeah, but look how much. Yeah, but, but that's because Project Cars that. Still has a few. I don't want to say game-breaking bugs in, but the ones that concern you when it comes to certain points of the race. For example, your intermediate tyres getting destroyed within a lap. Yeah, but um, the, we enjoy. I just enjoy Project Cars a lot more. Yeah. For well, example, it's also that, that you know they're turning out new cars all the time, um, new tracks and everything. So it just refreshes the game a bit, doesn't it? Yeah, and you feel that this is a game that the makers are really passionate about 
it was it was a kick, essentially a Kickstarter, wasn't it? Or, you, you, or, or well, um, you, you know, a global de- world of mass development or whatever. And it, you feel it's constantly being supported by patches, by new cards, and talk of new DLC. Their forums are a lot more active than any of Codemasters are as well. Yeah, yeah, and and Codemasters unfortunately is just full of people slagging it off. Yeah, well, yeah, I, deserve, I, I know the it's you know the internet's famous for that, but. I'm sorry, Codemasters, deservedly so. Bit like, I mean, you know, you know, Jensen Button and Fernando Alonso slag off the Honda engine, deservedly so. Let's be honest. Yeah. Same goes for when you make, when you when you do bring out a very bad product, which, which yeah. is what they've done. Can't blame them. No, no. So yeah, we've pretty much sort of covered F1. Really, there's not really much to discuss on that front. Uh, lack of updates. Apparently, that was it. Um, the reason why we don't get updates in regards to car performance is they have to go via uh, FOM to uh, authorise the changes. I can kind of, okay, I can kind of understand that to a certain degree. FOM probably need to speed up, but they would have known that when they made the game anyway. They can't, yeah. use, they can't use that as an excuse, what, like four or five months after the game's... You know what I mean? Months after the game has come out as a reason what they promised said would happen didn't. Yeah. There needs to be, really, they should have turned around and said, look, this is the game, okay, this is what we want to do, and then turn around and say, but, and well, FOM will turn around and say, yeah, but we want to authorise this. And you say, that's fine, no problem. However, this is a game which requires us to be updating within weeks, and we can't, this isn't a management decision where you have to spend six months discussing it, we want a quick turnaround, and you've got to be quick. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think I think I completely I completely agree. Uh, and you can all, I don't know what the contract looks like, but the contract is to make an F one game. This is part of our F one game. We need your help. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think you're right. Um, you know, I, I mean, there potentially Codemasters contract runs out at the, after next year. Um, whether they're going to renew it or not, I still don't know. We've talked about it. It is their biggest game that they make, so it'll be interesting to see. If they didn't have F1, if they were to lose a lot of money, I don't know. Mm. Yeah. Um, I probably enough. I, I don't really see us talking about much about that ge- the game after today. No, not, not until the next one's announced. No, or we get a patch update, which may cure a few things, but don't know. I don't see us talking about it for a while. No. Um, I... I, I, I if I was a clever, uh, I was a boss of Codemasters, I would make sure they get they get um, a uh, advert out for the last Grand Prix of the year for the for the 2016 game. Yeah, that's not going to happen, is it? Nope. But even a teaser, even a teaser advert with obviously you know you know um, gra- with, with graphics and to and to say what's going to be in the game or something. Yeah, you know, and give, give for example, well, they're not uh, release days don't mean don't mean anything, but I would definitely try because they've got the base game we've said. I'd definitely try and get it out, for example, by you know the first couple of weeks in April, which we know not it's not going to happen. But there you go. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Right. So, project cars. Uh, no patch updates, but uh, new DLC pack. Yeah, oh yeah. I did you play? Have you played with the Aston Martin, the GTE? No. Oh, okay. 
Um, I really, I, I still really like it. It's really, really. I felt it's, it's, it's planted. I haven't done a setup for it. I quite enjoy driving it. Um, having said that, the track, I'm not really that keen on. <laughs> oh, you've decided that it's a fictional test track in Nevada desert. I think it is. Yeah. Um, with about six different combinations. Um, with including a drag strip, uh, a large sort of there's a, there's a sort of a bit of a go kart track. There's all different kinds of tracks, isn't there? Yeah. Of which only like four of them are available online, and the other two you can do when you're doing single player mode. Bit bizarre, really. Yeah, yeah. But I was a bit disappointed. I, I love the cars. I don't mind. I mean, five pounds at the end of the day. I mean. That's not. I think. I think that's basically a pint of beer. So that I don't mind spending that much money um, uh, on what we got. But yeah. Um, but the the most interesting thing I think, Alex, is is where we go where we go from here with project cards. All these rumours about a massive update in November, maybe, or a track pack in October. You were talking about. Uh, yeah, we're talking a, a very. I think we'll be expecting a very large. You know, like Call of Duty might do an expansion pack, which is quite expensive. Yeah. I think we're looking at something like that maybe in November Uh. with tracks. And I think what you'll find is cars are relatively cheap, but I think when it comes to adding tracks, that's the expensive uh, side of things. And I think we'll see a large track pack expansion, which is what they're saying anyway, in November. So that will be quite expensive. Yeah. And I think that will add... Old Hockenheim, maybe old Spa, old Silverstone, maybe. And maybe Austria. And, right? well, I think that might be part of the Red Bull uh, DLC yes. pack, um, okay. which is due uh, to add a, a number of cars shortly with, I, I suspect, that will be like the Aston Martin pack we got, which yeah. will be cars and a track. And I think the Red Bull pack will be maybe a Mazda MX-5, I think, is being talked about. Um, oh, okay. Red Bull ring and a few other cars that are sponsored by Red Bull. Um, yeah. So quite promising, really. Yeah. It just keeps the game fresh, doesn't it? And it just keeps us playing it for longer. Yeah, that's good. Um, and I think we're still waiting on some touring cars to come out as well at some point oh. from Ford Focus touring car and maybe the Renault Laguna from 1999, I think, still... Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jason Plato's. I think he's Jason. driving the Plato. Yeah, I think he drove that one. I think Will Hoy. Was it Will Hoy? No. Uh, I know Plato drove. Alame- for... Alamenu, maybe. Definitely Alamenu. He drove in yeah. ninety seven, ninety eight. I think, yeah. Yeah. For the, uh, for the Renaults. Um, yeah. That back when back when Codemasters made good racing games, Alex. Oh, you just keep putting in that sh- that knife. Did do you not agree though, or not? Am I, am I being unfair? Oh no, it's. Yeah, it is bad. <laughs> I, 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 I really love Tocker. Tocker 1 and Tocker 2 are my favourite games. on the Probably my favourite racing games along with uh, F197 and uh, Gran Turismo 2 on the uh, PlayStation. Brilliant yes. Games. Do you know what? I quite liked um, Porsche Boxster Challenge on the PS1. You know what? Yeah, because it, it came with a demo for that, didn't it? It did oh, have right. a demo, yes. And I remember the demo, it was really hard to win the race in the demo. But yeah, I, I, I actually liked that Porsche, because the graphics were amazing at the time as well, weren't they? They were, they were, yeah. It started to include things like rear brake lights. Yes, yes. Which was, which was novel. <laughs> which was a feature back then. <laughs> I know, I know, and it was good, yeah. <laughs> but either there you go. Um, 
Yeah, I, I, well, I guess the next time you're going to be hearing us then is when we're going to be previewing um, the uh, Russian Grand Prix. Russian Grand Prix next week. Yes, the, the home for Daniel Kvyat, who qualified really well last year, but finishing the points, but on the on the low end of the points, unfortunately. Uh, so it, it'll be an interesting one. Um, I, I, I we need a wet race, don't we, from start to finish? Yeah, we're not going to get one now, are we? Not, not I don't think in Russia. I don't think we will. America, there's always a chance. Yeah. Texas is quite dry, though. I'm trying to think. It is. Brazil, yeah. there's always a chance. Yep. Yeah. I mean, the last rat race there was 2012, I think. Button won that, the last proper rat race. And that was a good rat. I think, I remember that being quite an exciting race, though. Mm. Where Vettel, uh, Alonso nearly won the championship. But Vettel was probably the luckiest driver ever that year. He spun, didn't he? And basically, no one actually hit him and took him out. Uh, at which point, Alonso would have won the championship had Alonso finished where he ultimately finished. So, anyway, Alex is gone. I think, I think, I can't hear him. Mark Webber has food poisoning and goes beyond the call of duty. Understood. Box, box, box. I'll try and stay up, mate. I am, I am, I am eating in a car, but <coughs> I'll see how I go.